again, I, I request and would appreciate your continued prayers. Um, my heart in, in, in seeking to follow the Lord's leading in this is that uh, not just that we um, have a, a presence um, as a church in so many places, how uh, amazing that the Lord took um, 12 uh, disciples, many of them uneducated Galileans, and literally changed the world. And the Lord can do that uh, even here from Lafayette, Georgia. And, uh, but my hope is that in establishing partnerships uh, in Argentina and p perhaps some other places nationally uh, coming soon, uh, that it would reinvigorate our hearts and our passion to reach right into the neighborhoods and the community that the Lord's placed us as a congregation. It's not uh, one, one or the other, it's all together, both and. And so I pray that you'll help me to, you'll pray for me to help, that the Lord will help me to be sensitive to his leading as we look to establish partnerships with uh, International Mission Board missionaries there. Um, we're going to continue, actually we're going to conclude our series today in the Psalms with, uh, I hope and I pray, maybe one of the most powerful ones. And my prayer is what we've already sang would be translated into our hearts as we respond to the truth of God's Word today in Psalm 1 and 21, and I encourage you to go ahead and turn there. And as we do that, I want to just remind you why we've taken this on this summer to be in the book of Psalms and the goal is to take this song book this, uh, this book of prayers and this book of songs that are intended to, att uh, to attune our hearts unto the Lord to lift our gaze and bring us up into his glory and up into his uh, into who he is and, and, and I think this one does that today and I want to begin just by asking the question that you've already prayed when we said, I lift my eyes up, my help comes from the Lord. And to ask the question, do you need help today? Jason already asked you that. You raised your hands. He called a couple of you out, all right? I'm, I wasn't looking, so I don't know who. But, but, at the, but in reality, we must be honest with ourselves and realize we all need help. We all need the Lord. I wonder if you need a fresh touch from the Lord's hand today. I wonder if you need comfort to know that no matter what you face, no matter the difficulties surrounding your life in this moment, that Christ Jesus is with you, walking with you, near to you today. And I wonder if you and I would just be honest and say, I need the Lord today, and I need His presence today, and I need His love today, and I need to know today that He's with me. There are people in our congregation today, and, and I pray that if they're watching today, because that's the circumstance they're in, is they, they can't be here. They'd love to be here, but they can't because the hardest of hard days are among them right now, where death waits knocking at the door. 
But that's not the only ones that need help. You and I need help today. We need a touch from the Lord. Perhaps, perhaps your relationship with the Lord's grown stagnant. Maybe you just feel like you have no power. There's nothing in, of the Lord sitting on your life. There's just distraction after distraction after distraction, taking your gaze and your focus off of Him, and you just need Him to reassure you today, I'm with you. I'm here. I haven't left I haven't gone away. I've been here all along. You just need to refix your eyes on me. I wonder today if there's someone here that just needs the Lord to say, I love you. I know what you're going through, and I know it's hard, and I'm here with you. Because of my cross and because of my love for you, I died for you so that you would have a firm foundation to stand on. And so stop standing on sinking ground or shifting sand, but stand on the rock of Christ today. And I wonder if someone is here that just needs to know you do need help, and Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. And I wonder, do you... Maybe you know that. Maybe you've heard that. Maybe you've gone to Sunday school your entire life and you know that Jesus is the answer. That's literally the Sunday school answer. You can pretty much say Jesus to any question your Sunday school teacher says to you, and it's probably right, right? But what we do, if we're not careful, is we, we know that. We, we realize that. We even say it, and we probably believe it, but... It becomes just kind of this thing. And I wonder if today you and I can just be honest with the Lord and say, I need help, Lord. I can't do it on my own. I can't walk through this trial on my own. I can't face what's ahead of me on my own. And so I know that you are the answer. There is no other in whom I can place my trust that will help me to make it through this time and this moment. And Psalm 121 raises our eyes to gaze upon Jesus Christ that our help comes from him. And so would you look with me to Psalm 121 and would you see our protector, our Savior, our Lord, ready and waiting with arms open wide to receive you and me today? and to bring us the help we needed. Would you stand, if you're able, to not just read these words, but to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. And what the psalmist said, I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? He answers very quickly, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and going, both now 
and forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. We see four things. Number one, we ask the question, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our first point. My help comes from the Lord. This is one of 15 psalms, 15 psalms that were written at various times, but arranged together so that they could be used by Jewish people initially and us today. And what they would do is that they would typically recite these or pray these or sing these as they would ascend up into Jerusalem. Jerusalem was, was up. It was on a, a precipice. It was uh, something you went from something and you went upwards towards. And so these 15 psalms, and it begins in Psalm 120, and goes on, these are oftentimes called the song of ascents, ascending, the songs of the psalms and the songs of ascent, because they would be recited and prayed and they would be sung as people were going and ascending up into Jerusalem, which was believed to be where the very presence of the Lord was, be, was at, at the very center of it all, at the temple of the Holy of Holies. And so they were ascending up to the Lord. It's also believed that, that Jewish priests would, would say these songs and they would sing these psalms as they ascended to the temple to worship the Holy God. Psalm 121, the writer of this psalm, also encourages our hearts to ascend. He begins the very first words, I lift my eyes upward. I lift my eyes to the mountains. I lift my eyes to see. This anonymous psalmist looked to heaven in time of need and and I urge you, and I have to remind myself that when I need help, I cannot look vertically. I cannot look around me before I look upward to heaven. That when I need rescue or when I need help or when I need something, that I look to the Lord first. And the whole reason that there's, a, there's 15 of these is because we need to remind ourselves of that constantly. Because what do we do when trouble comes? What do we do when difficulty comes? We look inward. We fret. We worry. We come up with scenario after scenario after scenario, and we only add to the anxiety that the situation has already caused. And if we could only train our hearts not to look there first, not even to seek counsel by wise men and women, which we should do, but not to do that first, but to train our hearts that when trouble comes, when difficulty comes, when hard times come, when, when debilitating situations come, that we don't just merely look outward, but we look upward. We gaze upon Christ, and when we need help, we look to the one who can help us eternally, fully, majestically, 
amazingly that we look to heaven in our time of need. Where will my help come from? He answers immediately. There's no other place. The help will come from the Lord. Have you learned to turn your eyes upward and ascend your heart toward the Lord to receive the help you need, friends? He will fill your empty heart and give you the help you need. I can attest that time and time again, the Lord comes to my aid in ways I never would have responded, never would have expected, never could have even imagined. And that is when the Lord shows himself true again and again and again. And it's oftentimes I finally get to the end of my proverbial rope and I say, Lord, I can't do it and I need your help. And he says, at last, at last you came to the one who could help you. And so my, 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 my urging to you, my, my desire for us all is that we would look to the Lord. Where does my help come from? It comes from Him. And we tune our hearts and tune our eyes up into the Lord and say, Lord, I can't do this. I can't handle this. I can't achieve this. I can't change these people's hearts. I can't make this happen. I can't do that. I can't do this. Lord, only you can, and I trust this to you. And we would, we would lift our hands, maybe even physically, not just in our own minds, and just say, Lord, I surrender this situation up unto you because only you, only you, only you can handle it. I've done everything that I can, and I bring it to you. But what if we went here first? What if we went to that place of surrender First, what if we went to the place to say, Lord, I need you first rather than what is oftentimes true in my life. Once I have exhausted all other options, that's when I typically look to the Lord. But what if we trained our hearts to do it first? My help comes from the Lord, the psalmist tells us, but he also tells us that my protector does not sleep. This is an amazing fact. It's simple. Simple perhaps, but profound. And, and oftentimes we read these passages like this and we're like, of course God doesn't sleep. He's God. But what we realize is that God is a source I can always go to. I don't have to wait till he has available time. I don't have to get on his schedule. I don't have to send him a text and say, hey, when you're free, give me a call. I don't have to do any of that. I don't have to wait till he wakes up if it's in the middle of the night. I don't have to do any of that. The Lord is available at all times. Why should we go to the Lord when we need help? Because he is never sleeping. He never slumbers. He's always ready, always willing, always welcoming you in with your needs and desires and cares and concerns. Listen, you won't always have your parents to help you. I, I realize I've come to figure that out the hard way. You know that. There are many in, you, in here who know that, you know, you rely upon your parents for so much of your life and that one day your dad's gone or your mom's gone or someone's not able to help you anymore. They can't help you in that situation whether they pass or not. And 
that will come to an end. Your parents can always help you. You can't always depend on a teacher. And though I would love to be everything you need me to be at every single moment, you can't depend upon me as your pastor. I do sleep. But you can always count on the Lord. You can always count on Jesus. He never sleeps. He waits to bring protection to your heart. My help comes from the Lord. My protector does not sleep. And the psalmist helps us to see my Lord is right with me. Verse 5, the Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The psalmist tells us the Lord is right beside us. He is truly Emmanuel, God with us. He, is, he doesn't take the night off. He's not far away. He's always near. He's right with you. And you are able to walk with him now. This Lord, this Savior, this Jesus, because of his sacrifice, because he is God with us, he is incarnate God, he is right by your side, and you are able to walk with him. Paul tells us time and time and time again of how we ought to walk with him. In Ephesians, he, he, Paul tells us to walk in the calling he's given us. He tells us to no longer walk as Gentiles and to walk wisely and to walk as children of light. Paul reemphasizes this idea of walk again and again and again. And in Colossians, he tells us to walk worthy of the Lord and continue to walk with him. John, the apostle in 1 John, says that we should walk just as Jesus walked and to walk in the light as he is in the light. You see, you and I can walk with our Lord day in and day out. There's a journey that you and I have because he's not far off. He's not some God that is distant and, not, and far away from you. The Lord is right by your side. He's with you today. You can call out to him. You can reach out to him. You can take his hand and, and walk with him and call to him, and, li uh, and he listens to you, and he hears your, your cry, and he heeds your prayers, and he answers them. You see, Jesus is right there beside you, and he wants you to walk with him. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie in green pastures. He makes me to walk beside still waters. He restores my soul. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. The Lord is right with you. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, He is with you. My help comes from the Lord. The psalmist tells me, the psalmist tells me that as I gaze upon him that my protector does not sleep, that my Lord is right with me. And he also tells me that my Lord holds my future. The Lord is our Lord in past, in the present, and the Lord is with us always. Always. 
What does he say? He says, the Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and going both now and forever. The psalmist wants us to know that God doesn't just give us help for today. He has help for whenever we need it. And my prayer is that you and I will go to the help the Lord has for us today, right now, in this moment. Now, you know, a psalm like this, again, is meant to focus our attention upon the Lord, put, put our eyes on Him, cry out to Him and call to Him. And what I don't, I, I think the song we sang, um, God, You're So Good, it, it, there's a line there that says, and should this life bring suffering, Lord, I will remember that your cross for me has bought for me this understanding and realization that even in the trial of life, even in the valley of the shadow of death, as, as David wrote, he is with us and he's helping us. doesn't mean that we won't go through trials. It doesn't mean that we won't go through hard times. That, 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 past, that uh, verse of that song and when this life brings suffering, or should this life bring suffering? It could say, when this life brings suffering, because life brings hard times, but Jesus carries us through. Would you practice in this moment this idea of looking to the Lord, calling upon the Lord, and asking Him for His help? Let's bow our heads and close our eyes, or bow our heads, close our eyes, that's right. I almost said close your head, bow, bow your eyes. So I didn't, didn't do that, but... And as we take this moment of just reflection, this moment of response, as we attune our hearts and lift, lift our eyes to the mountains, let's call on the name of the Lord ask for his help maybe you're here today and the help you need is you need your sins to be forgiven the cross of Christ to deliver you from from your mistakes and your sinfulness man that is an option for you to come today I, man if that if that's you today if anyone's here and needs to call in the name of the Lord to be saved today would you come I, I, man I would count it the greatest privilege and honor to share with you. But we all need the Lord's help. And so would we call on it today? Would you, if you're able, would you go ahead and stand and maybe even during this prayer, during this song, maybe even physically lift your eyes up to gaze upon the Lord and ask Him for His help. that we would practice what the psalmist told us we should do to ask for help from our Lord Lord we pray that you would help us to gaze on you Lord to look to you and look for you to you for our help that it would be our first response not our last to carry our cares and concerns and trials and difficulties 
into the arms of Christ. We love you, Lord. We're so thankful that you are ready and waiting always, never slumbering, never sleeping, always ready for us to respond to you. Help us to respond now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.